there, this is the Body and Soul podcast, Healthish and Happy Women's Health Week. Yes, this week, every episode is centred around improving women's health and helping women, if you're one listening or assigned one at birth, make healthier choices. Now, when was the last time you exercised your pelvic floor? And no, it does not count if you gave it a quick squeeze as you heard that last sentence. Well, my guest today is here to remind you of the importance of our pelvic floor. Tanya Bowler is an internationally recognised women's health expert with degrees from both Stanford and Oxford universities. She is founder and CEO of Elvi and is passionate about, yep, a strong, healthy pelvic floor. And she's going to tell us how to get one today. Now, we keep our healthy-ish episodes quite short, but if you want to hear my full chat with Tanya, where she talks about the rise of femtech, just search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Tanya, lovely to chat to you all the way from the UK. What's happening over there at the moment? Hi, Felicity. Yeah, great to, to talk to you too. Well, the UK, a lot, a lot going on in the country, but um, what we're doing in Femtech, it's, it's a very exciting place at the moment, but I, I won't comment on what's happening politically or so on right now. Yeah, wise decision. Anyway, yes, I'm excited to talk about the Femtech stuff later, but firstly, I just wanted to tap, in your wisdom, tap into your wisdom about the pelvic floor. Just remind us, what is it exactly? And why do we need to strengthen this? Because I guarantee that everyone listening to this podcast does not do things to strengthen that pelvic floor. Well, let me ask you, Felicity, I mean, when did you first learn about your pelvic floor and how often do you strengthen it? Well, good question. Thank you for turning that around on me. I, I suppose working in women's media for 20 years, it probably was in my 20s that I learned about the pelvic floor, which is quite horrifying in some ways, isn't it? That it wasn't my teenage years. But at the moment, I don't do much. And after three kids, that's probably not a great idea. Anyway, fill us in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, no, but I think you're quite like most women, right? Like, so you sort of hear about it, even for myself, I think it was watching Sex in the City, sort of hearing about Samantha talking about Kegels, something to do with sex, or you hear about things like, oh no, can you stop urine mid-flow and that kind of thing. But, but I think it is very much when women, only when they become pregnant and have a baby that they start feeling the impact of what happens when pelvic floor strength starts leaving you but but it affects all women at all different ages so in terms of what the pelvic floor is it's a core muscle it's attached to your lower back and lower abdominal it wraps around your vagina and urethra and it's just like any other part of your body it's a core part of us as women but we need to have a healthy and strong pelvic floor Uh, when we don't what tends to happen is it becomes uh, weakened and we start seeing things like uh, accidental leaks so i'm sure lots of women listening to this will be familiar you know the idea oh whoops i can't jump on a trampoline i peed myself laughing I rat you know I peed whilst running for a bus uh, and actually women once they've had a baby there's a sense that this is just a normal part of being a woman that you will have this accidental leakage but it is you know from a health point of view it means your bladder control is is, is weakening and actually what happens after for example if you had three babies and or as you start reaching menopause uh, you can start developing quite quite negative health problems such as prolapse which actually affects half of all women post uh, menopause uh, but as well as all the yucky health things also a, a stronger pelvic floor means better orgasms better sex so really for us working in this space it was about 
how do we shift the, the conversation? First of all, so women know more about it, but not just something yucky and negative, which nobody wants to talk about prolapse, right? Or bladder problems. No. Right? And that's, is quite horrifying when you said that a, a half of all women after menopause. So let's focus on the orgasms and the sex. I like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like people sometimes say to me like we've created this product, right? To help women exercise and it's fun and it's effective. And people are like, is it a sex toy? Is it for health problems. I'm like, I don't, it doesn't really matter why women are using it. But yeah, if women are having better sex, you know, that's a win win, right? Why do you think awareness about the pelvic floor is so low? Well, it's because it's to do with the vagina, right? I mean, all issues with womanhood uh, historically have been suppressed in, in society. And I think these untabooing of womanhood that we're seeing, you know, even things like breast cancer used to be very taboo 30 years ago, but anything below the belt, anything to do with the vagina, people still struggle to talk about. And obviously, if you don't talk about it, if you don't have awareness, then then it's difficult to to, to treat a problem you don't even know about or can talk about. So tell us but about that's positive. Oh, just no, keep say, going. Yes, no, no we love like, positive. Oh, I mean, I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm always optimistic, right? But things are changing so quickly, like, and particularly with social, right? So when we're in the throes of a huge feminist movement. Women, particularly Gen Z, on social are sharing much more. You know, look, I'm having a period. Why should this t- be taboo? Why should be, I be ashamed of anything to do with being a woman? So so attitudes are changing really quickly, and, and we're kind of part of that because actually by giving women technology, they can understand their vaginas and their bodies better too. Yeah, tell us a bit about, you know, Femtep products in general and, and especially yours and how they actually work on strengthening our pelvic floor. Yeah, so for me, it was actually when I was pregnant, I first learned about pelvic floor exercise. It was my Pilates instructor who said, you know, the most important thing you need to do as a woman is look after your pelvic floor. And when I looked at what existed, there were these horrible medical devices. You essentially had to lie on a hospital bed, be have this vaginal probe, electrodes stuck all over your body, and then you could see your pelvic floor. Gosh. I know, pretty horrific, <laughs> barbaric. Um, so we, I just had the quite simple idea of why can't we design something that women can use at home that can show them if they're doing it right or wrong, because women often don't know how to do the exercise, and that we make it fun. Why not gamify it? So with LV Trainer, you insert uh, LV Trainer into your vagina, it connects to your app, and you're guided through fun five-minute workouts. And women see results, like the majority of women, in less than four weeks. So it's quite rapid. So should should we be, you know, if we are into femtech or not, should we be doing pelvic floor exercises daily? I mean, what's the, and how do we actually know if we need to strengthen it? Do we, is it the we thing? Yeah. I mean, look, it's like any muscle in your body, right? So it's just a hidden muscle. So like with anything, I mean, if you talk to physiotherapists, they tend to say exercise every day, like brushing your teeth. But I think that's, it's, it's very difficult advice, right? Like, why would you do this exercise every day? If you don't know how you're doing, you don't see any improvements. But the science sort of shows you need to exercise three times a week. So the same as going to the gym. Um, but, but yeah, and to, also to your question, I think it's all women will benefit for different areas like it's a lot of women don't realize that half of lower back pain is caused by pelvic floor problems too oh wow i didn't know that and what about your pelvic floor must be pretty strong then <laughs> yeah well yeah i mean i obviously i have to practice what i preach right <laughs> absolutely <laughs> actually it's funny i was just thinking back i mean i worked at cosmo many years ago and i remember writing a story about pelvic floor i think that might be when i first found out about it and that would have been around the sex in the city days and um i think one of the t- tips was every time you get into a lift 
strengthen the muscles. But do you think I could remember to do that every day? No. So I love this genius idea of just plugging something into your phone and there we go. Yeah, because I mean, it's so boring. Imagine if you're training for a marathon and you never know how fast you're running, you never know if you're improving. So the LV trainer, it's all about the gamification. So it's more fun. So you're hitting targets. You know, you need to exercise different things like fast twitch responses. That's particularly good for sex, endurance, agility, uh, speeds, or, you know, like any other type of exercise. But then you can see your scores and you can keep improving and, and you know, improving on your personal best. Turns out we're oh, competitive when they come to this kind of thing. <laughs> so can you compete against your friends? Have you got that set up yet or not? Yeah, we haven't set it up in the app, but we know there's lots of groups of women competing on this stuff. Oh, I love it. Tanya, thank you so much for coming on Healthy-ish. Thank you, Felicity. Well, there we go. Women, ladies, no excuses. Get squeezing every day. Just do it. You've heard her. Tanya spoke. If you want more from Tanya, she is up on Extra Healthy-ish talking about the rise of femtech. If you do want more from us, bodyandsoul.com.au or follow us on Instagram, Facebook or TikTok. Thank you again for listening to this episode to celebrate Women's Health Week. If you have a moment, we'd be so excited. We'd be grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, well, get squeezing and stay healthy-ish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Listener.